Hello, my name is Jacob Schandl. I'm the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair for Shepherd of the Valley. And you're listening to the Shepherd Cast, the weekly podcast from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Sandyville, Ohio. This week, once again, we cannot have in-person worship. However, I do have an announcement this Sunday. Good news! We will resume public worship together at our church beginning Sunday, June 7th. Church Council and Pastor Scott have been working this month in putting forth guidelines to provide the safest possible environment for everyone. Bishop Allende reminds us that worship is a means of grace, not an obligation. If you are concerned about your personal safety and that of others, please feel free to stay home. We will continue having our in-person worship, the sermons and Bible readings from that, here on this podcast for you as well. There will be many changes when you come back to in-person worship at our church. Some of these changes include six feet of separation will be honored at all times, wearing your own masks is highly encouraged, and wearing your own gloves is also recommended, there will be no worship books or Bibles in the pews, There will be no sharing of the peace or passing the offering plates during worship. There will be no congregational singing. The church will be sanitized after each use also. A more detailed set of highlights and a detailed set of guidelines will be provided in our next newsletter. And I also have those highlights on our church website at sotvchurch.com. We thank you for your prayers, patience, and hope during this time. All of you are valued and appreciated. We ask for your continued help as we physically begin to worship together. As I know that announcement took up quite a bit of time, I'm going to go straight into Pastor Scott's sermon and Bible readings for this Sunday. Greetings to you this day on this day of Pentecost. Let us pray. O God, on this day you open the hearts of your faithful people by sending into us your Holy Spirit. Direct us by the light of that Spirit that we may have a right judgment in all things and rejoice at all times in your peace through Jesus Christ, your Son and our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our gospel lesson today comes from the Gospel of St. John, the 20th chapter, verses 19 through 23. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Judeans, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, They are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. The Gospel of our Lord. 
Currently, I am reading C.S. Lewis's Space Trilogy, which were th- those three books were written between 1938 and 1946. In the first book, the protagonist, Dr. Ransom, is kidnapped by earthly humans to the planet Malacandra, which we call Mars. While on this planet, Dr. Ransom experiences three independently different intelligence who peacefully work together. The Ross, the agricultural poets and singers on the planet. The Sorn, which provide the imagination and ideas, the creativity. And the Fiffeltrigi, which provide the engineering and construction work as well as artisan work. On Malacandra, all three species work in peace by benefiting the other two who were different from them. This sense of relational peace was an expression of a true love for neighbor who looked very different. As I was reading this book in the trilogy, I was thinking also of how we need that sense of peace and working together especially when it comes to working together with people who are different from us. I thought of how events in Georgia and Minnesota demonstrate our need today for such peaceful relationships. As I currently was reading that uh, book, the first book, none of the species had even considered trying to dominate the other. Ironically, there was no war on the planet that we named for the Roman god of war, which I think shows us how wrong we can be at times. In fact, none of them could understand Dr. Ransom when he would try to describe the concept of war to them. However, from time to time, there would be some on Malacandra who were described as bent, and Lewis understood that biblical understanding of the Old Testament word iniquity. This is how the two humans who kidnapped Ransom were called. They were bent. In the Psalms, those who committed iniquity were described as being bent over, twisted, or crooked. For example, in Psalm 32, the psalmist describes that when one's iniquity was forgiven— It was a blessing to be straightened out, no longer twisted or bent out of shape. On the day of Pentecost, the disciples needed to be straightened out from this biblical perspective. Jesus gave them four gifts in John's account of the Pentecost, which is admittedly slightly different than the more familiar accounts uh, we have and know in Acts The first gift Jesus gives is shalom. As we talked about during Advent, shalom is relational. Not an inner peace per se, but a relational peace with God, neighbor, other nations, creation. As with all blessings, shalom comes as a gift from God. The biblical notion of peace is also transformational. 
For example, in Isaiah, swords are turned into shovels and spears into garden hoes. God's gift of hope helps us to envision this divine sense of peace and the transformational power. Today, we need this gift of peace. We fail to be peacefully united even with the threat of a deadly virus in our midst. Our peace today also needs to be relational. And this leads to Jesus' second gift. The second gift that Jesus gives is mission, of being sent into the world as Jesus was sent. This is the essence of the word apostle, one who is sent. In John 3.17, we are reminded that God did not send his Son to condemn the world, but that the world would be saved through him. That is the love given in the preceding verse of John 3.16. Jesus' self-giving love has become our mission to love in the same way. This is related, then, to that new commandment given by Jesus at his Last Supper. Love one another, as I have loved you, Jesus has commanded us. This also, this sense of mission, was emphasized in Jesus' priestly prayer in John 17. Jesus prayed to his Father, As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. Our mission is to love the Jesus way. As we consider the first two gifts of God's shalom and God's mission, we realize that we really need help. I know I do. Jesus gives his third gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit, to help us. In these verses, Jesus fulfills his promise of sending another paraclete, or advocate, or counselor. Here is Pentecost, as told in the Gospel of John, the gift of the Holy Spirit comes directly from Jesus, who is sent by the Father. This is why when we say in the Creed that the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and Son. There is a spiritually divine connection here of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit of Trinity. We need to pause and let that sink into us. And the fact that Jesus continues to breathe on us today, breathing the Holy Spirit in our lives. The fourth gift that Jesus gives is the gift of authority, which comes from the empowerment of the gift of the Holy Spirit. This authority is based on the forgiveness of sin. These four transformational gifts that Jesus gives indeed reverses the fortunes of all, not only then, but us today. Consider, Mary Magdalene is transformed from sorrow to joy. The disciples are transformed from fear to apostles with a peaceful mission of love. Thomas, in the next set of verses, is transformed from doubt to belief. We too need to be transformed by Jesus' gift especially the Holy Spirit, to turn our lives around to loving our neighbor as Jesus loved, which was reflected in C.S. Lewis's imagination of the inhabitants of Malacandra, on doing what is right for others. The good news is that today we too 
may be so transformed through Jesus' gifts. In conclusion, Lutheran biblical scholar Robert Kaiser makes an important connection between the Holy Spirit and the transformational nature of these gifts, especially peace. And I leave you with his thoughts. Jesus' peace is about a divine presence that does not annihilate the unpleasantness of life, but empowers one to live with the unpleasantness. Through the Holy Spirit, we might be called to enter into another's struggles because the presence of the Holy Spirit sensitizes us to the pain of others. The Holy Spirit's presence makes us concerned for the life condition of others so that we cannot rest easy while others are suffering. May our iniquities be forgiven and the Holy Spirit straightens us out so that we are no longer bent and thus we may all live in God's peace known as Shalom. And to this all of God's children said, Amen. You just heard a very special sermon from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church. We thank you for listening to the Shepherd Cast this week. And we'd also like to thank everybody for continuing to listen over the past few weeks as our church has been closed in person on account of the pandemic. Next Sunday, on June 7th, we will be back open for an in-person worship service. That will be at 9.30 a.m., and that will be a celebration of Easter. Of course, that service will be with our pastor, the Reverend Scott J. Anderson. Again, for more information on the precautions our church is taking so it can reopen, please visit SOTVChurch.com. Again, I would like to remind everyone that as we know some people may not be comfortable going back to an in-person service so soon with everything going on, we would like to remind you all that this podcast is not going anywhere. Next Sunday, after worship, I am still posting the sermon and Bible readings from that Sunday, so you can definitely hear that service right here. As I say every week, we are a church in service. If you wish to support this podcast, we hope you'll support us by supporting our church's ministry. Whether you would like to volunteer with our church, donate to us, or support us in some other form. To learn about all the ways you can support our church's ministry, please visit sotvchurch.com support. You can keep up with our church on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at sotvsandyville, and you can visit us online at sotvchurch.com for all of the latest updates from our church. So with that, we will be back in your podcast feed next Sunday with our celebration of Easter service, so we hope you'll tune in then. Until then, we thank you for listening. God bless, and please continue to pray for all affected by the COVID-19 pandemic.